office today so i'll do the video up in the car i'll be back from the gym and uh i had a question which is good fuel for today's video for a guy who reached out the question was a follow-up from yesterday when i spoke about you know consent searches and passengers belongings how you have to get separate consent search uh for consent or permission from each passenger one the driver's consent doesn't blanket the whole car and gives you everything if there's multiple passengers in the car and uh just a few other things that i want to touch on if i wasn't clear yesterday one if you have multiple passengers in a car and they all claim the property is not theirs, it becomes abandoned property and it becomes searchable at that point. So even if it's in the car and there's no apparent owners, it's actually how the case law reads. I don't know the case off the top of my head, but you're, you're allowed to, uh, if, some, if you have three people in a car and you're stopped and you're getting consent and there's a piece of, uh, there's a backpack in the back seat, maybe where somebody wasn't sitting. And you're like, whose backpack is this? And they're like, oh, I don't, not mine, not mine, not mine. All three people on scene do not claim ownership or know whose backpack is. Maybe take the backpack out. You look for, uh, like, maybe a name on it or something. There's nothing. Well, that's abandoned property at that point. The case that they decided that on actually read something very similar to that. So you can open it up. And when you find the guns and drugs or whatever you find, stolen credit cards, whatever you find that you're going to make the arrest on, because we're all banning it, obviously, for the proceeds of the criminal activity is going to be. Uh, you can then, and the question was, well, do you charge everybody at that point? Uh, Maryland versus Pringle, there's something called constructive possession. You would be able to, and he asked, well, if we could ask everybody um, about the backpack, maybe somebody would own up to it. Just remember at that point when you find something that is uh, considered to be uh, the turning point in the situation, although a, a traffic stop is considered an investigative detention, not custody, at that point when, you, when people become arrestable, even though handcuffs weren't employed, they are now technically, in the eyes of the court, arrested. So you will have to read Miranda before you go into questioning regarding items that you found in a car when you believe that maybe not all passengers are the persons of interest or the perp in that case. So that's my advice. I something I want to tell you guys too. Um, shit, but I forgot what it was. So if you're going to, if you're in that situation and you're going to ask questions about stuff that you found, just remember to read Miranda. That's, you, you know, if you don't have it with you, Go back, Google Miranda warnings, or find out what your, your SOP says for Miranda warnings. Print it out, maybe shrink it down, and put it on your in your your pocket at work, or take a picture of it on your phone, or have the form with you, whatever it may be. And guys, well, I've heard people say this before. Well, you know, like, detectives in our place, the only ones who can do, do Miranda. Are you calling detectives out for, for an ounce of weed on a motor vehicle stop? Somebody's got to read Miranda. It's going to be you. So uh, that's my advice for today, guys. Enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. It's something else to... Sorry. See you later.